There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Raptor Basham, MD. Co-host Catherine Brandt, interloper Lindsay Basham, Andy Rampernard, and Cassie Schrader. You are an interloper. It's sort of <laughs> the interloper. Jacques. Great show today. Kristen Burt coming up. Scott Walter coming up. Stan Golden coming. We got all kinds of good people on today. Wow. And the interloper. Yes. So we got it all covered. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. It's time for Team KQ Walzer's third annual Tour to Cure ride. Join me, Doug Sprinthal, Michael Bryant, and a ragtag group of riders as we raise money to fight diabetes. This year, the ride is Saturday, June 1st, and starts at Boom Island. We take the 26-mile route. It's a ride, not a race, so people of all abilities are welcome. It's a worthy cause that raises millions to support research for a cure for this terrible disease. Go to diabetes.org slash kqwalzer or email doug at walzer.com for more information. Are we rocking out because Lindsay's here? Yeah. Is that the reason? Well, she's we're going to be wild, wild, wild because Lindsay's here. I'm going to be wild. Cassie's glad to be out of the house with her suck kids. Yeah. 
Sister. Mommy of the year, right yeah. over yeah, there. Mommy of the year. My suck kids are here. Bad parenting moments. Oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. So. It's not too much fun when they're sick, anyway. No. I was just talking about this uh, with a couple of people. Sweet. Michelle Tafoya has won the uh, National Emmy for sports reporting, mm-hmm. uh, which oh. is a very, very big deal. It's the third time she's won it, but not one bit of news coverage on it. This is a national well, when Emmy. She, when did I mean, she win it? Last, last night. night. And it's the individual one, too. It's not the yeah, whole show. Yeah, it's the individual one. Well, she won it. Give the newspapers a couple of days to catch up. Maybe then they'll print but, something. So my question would be, apparently she's the wrong kind of brown woman, huh? Oh! Doesn't yeah, fit the narrative. That's right. She, yeah. yeah, she's Spanish and she a woman. She's quite conservative. She's very conservative. Yeah, no. But, so what? you got to report the news, <laughs> no don't you? you got to report the news, don't nope. you? No, no you do not. So Clearly. this woman wins the national award, the Emmy, and the newspapers don't care. And what I, I love is she chooses to have her home base here. Yes. Which, I mean, she could live anywhere. We should also point out that she didn't go to accept the Emmy. She didn't? No, she stayed home to go see her son's play. Oh. So she's been a great mother. She's a brown woman. I want oh to keep calling her brown woman now. I love that. I bet she I'm, loves that. Really she's a brown I'm, woman. I'm, I'm just, think of her as tan. Tan. Well, yeah, she's a, yeah. Well, she's yeah, yeah. It's, but she's Spanish. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. Spanish. She's the real thing. So technically, the Spanish she's, world she's white. The real no, genuine article. Brown. Yeah. Brown. Brown people. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I, I was kind of shocked by that uh, that they wouldn't even report not, that this I'm woman not. won a national Emmy, and it's like, I mean, they even reported when I won that national thing, that Hall of Fame thing. They even reported when I did it. What the hell is that all about? And I'm not a brown woman. Right. Well, maybe that's, that's the problem. Last we noticed. <laughs> Last, I don't. I would not be a very Tomorrow good looking woman. Tomorrow morning, I wake up and identify as such. It's a possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. People don't like it when people don't act the way they expect them to, and a female minority they expect to be die in the wool. Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, basically. So when she's not. They get confused because they think, well, only only white men are conservative, so what's happening? And if, and if I could add to that, she's also not a victim. That's so she's very true. The liberal she's a victim, victim of me. Well, well yeah. that's your victim. I victimize you, her every day. But you victimize everybody, so it's, it's yeah. across the board. But she doesn't have to be victimized. <laughs> no, she, she doesn't. She's a very tough again. woman. I will say that's one thing about her. She's a very, very tough woman. So. And in addition, she went to her son's school activity yeah. as opposed yeah. to yes. you know just like oh only a professional yeah, woman true. she was being a mom choosing that first and that doesn't yep. fit the narrative well she's a good mother huh? and she is a really yeah. good mother as a matter of fact she's a very good she talked about it on the air yesterday which i thought was a very brave moment she talked about having three miscarriages mm, I know. and that was all part of it Whoa. you know she's a she's a tough broad man she's the kind of woman i love the, maybe kind of like the three women in the room here you know yeah, I, I feared that uh, Lindsay was having a miscarriage, of, you know, right when she thought she was pregnant. Not she wasn't pregnant. She hadn't a positive test or anything, but she, I kind of think I'm pregnant. And she had, and we, I thought that she was, might have had a miscarriage. I was screwed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Which made no sense because, 
she didn't know she was pregnant. I mean, it was just a, whoa, what a, I can't imagine three uh, miscarriages. It's just. Yeah, I can you even imagine that? No. Yeah, no, Al- Alex I cannot. is, yeah, and, and your kids too, they're at the age where a lot of people are having children in their yeah. realm. And yep. yeah. there's been quite a few really tough situations. It is a tough deal. And I, you know, I'm just, it's heartbreaking. Agreed. It is indeed. So okay, what are you going to do? Let me open this bottle of Prozac now. I know. Oh, you big bastard. Pass Monday. Pass Monday. Yeah, we should have a bowl of Prozac. Just a bowl of Prozac. Yeah. Too. No, I mean, <laughs> read the paper and pop one every story. <laughs> she, and Mark, she and Mark went and lived in Colombia until uh, Olivia was born. They adopted her from Colombia. Oh. And uh, I didn't know. yeah, absolutely. And they went and lived there until she was born. Then and then, then uh, it was a pre-adoption situation. So they brought her back home. Taylor, of course, doing a, a great job. But um, I, I just really think that a, uh, if a woman is a great mother and a great wife and great at her job and the whole, she should probably be honored in your local newspaper. And, and that, oh, there's another layer. There's another layer to that. So she reached out and to help another child to adopt a child. That's so, exactly that, what, right. So you have another layer of oh, a brown child. You know, that's right. Very brown you gotta child. Gotta throw that in. You gotta you throw know, skin color in there. And you know, and and that is, and that's another liberal kind of a trait to, to is, reach yeah. out and help. I mean, it's supposed to be. Supposed to be, but, you know, what are you going to do? So, no, instead, uh, the, the headlines we had this morning were how uh, Trump is in danger now because, oh, impeachment's right oh around the corner. Would you, it's, he's not going to get impeached. It's just Even such a snore fest. I know, it's a snore fest. Yeah. You lost, Every month it's it a go. new, it's and all over for Trump. Yeah. It's just here non-stop. Well, here you go. McGon's a uh, no-show, and now come the consequences. There aren't going to be any consequences. The law specifically states he didn't have to come. Well, get over it, for God's sake. And seriously, my mother was a Democrat. And I offered, you know, by the way, yesterday, I thought it was very nice of me to do this. As you do. Uh, they, 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 there's a certain group of people keep talking about reparations. And I think a that... A certain if, group. Well, they are. It's true. College professors and And I think, to tell you the truth, wow. that if they're going to do reparations, the people who own the slaves, the Democrats, should have to pay the reparations. And I said, even on my part, my mother was a diehard Democrat, I will pay her part. I don't owe you, but I'll do it. But seriously, if you want reparations, the very people who own the slaves should have to pay that bill. Don't you think? I just think you're going to open up floodgates of yeah. Good. bad things it. happening. I just don't Who, see me? it working. Any if it if it Damn goes it. through, if they decide, it's not a good idea. Yeah, there was a college that was going to raise tuition for everybody so that they could give reparations to yes. black yes. students. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now, how I you can just, prove? Yeah. How but, you can prove you're a descendant? First of all, don't you have to be a descendant to get reparations? First of all, how are you going to prove? That? How are you going to prove that? Yeah. Oh, then they have to do genetic testing. Uh, yeah, I would guess, but they're well, not going to get the slaves. They don't do have that. genetic material yeah. from anyone before a certain time period, so how are they even going to... There's, there's literally no way, unless someone like wrote... Were there records? They had a will Probably that said, records. in 200 years I want my descendant to be named this and live at this address. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right next to Tom on Plymouth Avenue. I like it. It works for me. No, I, I just think, you know, if you want to do these things, you should pick up the tab. Oh, my, you should have seen the complaints I got when I pointed out that Calhoun, the guy they named Lake Calhoun after, was a Democrat. He was vice president of the United States and he was a Democrat. They don't like that at all. Well, it's the truth. 
I'm just telling you the truth here. I'm not making stuff up. <laughs> He's a Democrat. He was a Democrat, absolutely. So look, You're not writing the right script. You people caused the problems. Now you need to fix them. Right? The people you believe in cause the problems. And maybe that's why the liberals are trying to assuage their guilt feelings for their Well, past I think that's exactly right. Well, I'd also like the colleges to be, you know, asked, what's what's up with all these tuition hikes when yes. you guys have yep. billions of dollars in the bank? Yeah. In endowments, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, it's only $39 billion at Harvard. It's not that much. Yeah, I mean, it's, all, it's in their best interest to have college all of a sudden just be free. As long yes, as they don't yeah. have to pay. Exactly. Well, exactly. it's always, as long as I don't have to pay for it, absolutely. Um, by the way, real quick uh, tip of the cap to a young man who graduated high school this morning and will graduate from Harvard this afternoon. What? What? A 17-year-old kid started oh. testing at Harvard when he was 11. Isn't he min- a min- the Minnesota kid? I don't know if he's Minnesota or not. I thought he was. Andy, would you look it up and see? Uh, there's a he's a 17 year old kid and he's right. graduated from high school and Harvard at the same time. Wow. So he was going uh, concurrently. Yeah. Or he wasn't going to high both. school. He was going to college. Right. Smarty you know, pants. He gave him a high school diploma. Uh, let's see. He just should have gotten his GED. He is from <laughs> Massachusetts. Wait. Oh, I thought there was one that was doing something similar in Minnesota. You might be right about that. Uh, oh wait, Massachusetts is where Harvard is. Yeah. Kansas. He's from Kansas. Well, you know, uh, Jenny, the jeweler, yeah. yes, that we're getting our rings from, by the way. Yes. Well, you are. That's nice. Yep. Um, we met her daughter last time we were there, and on that day, she was also going to get her high school and college degrees. Really? On, uh, on that day. So she's 20, 27 years old, graduating from high school, finally? <laughs> yep. That's what it is. Be the greatest if it was the exact opposite. Just took forever. Yep. To <laughs> oh, that is the greatest deal ever. Is that being able to get college credits while you're in high school? I did it. Yeah, yeah. should have done Lots that. Lots of people, but do I just that. didn't yeah. care. So did Josh oh, and Ashley in Los Angeles did and that as well. Yeah. LG. So it's a great deal. You can get yeah. two years of college done free, yeah. free well, yeah. four, in Los Angeles. Uh, four, well, four now. Well, well. It, well Apparently you can. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Apparently Harvard. Yeah. yeah, she she was graduating from high school and uh, college yeah, college at the same time. You so. just gotta you just have to have enough sense to go do it. You'd have to start it in ninth grade. Where more th- most ninth graders are kind of like morons. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, but, but that's, that's they cling to the social aspects of right. being in a bricks yep. and mortar school, right. which I think is pathological because children learn their best behavior from adults, not from other children. Well, well it depends on who the adults are. I cling to the antisocial aspect of high school. Yes, exactly. You would have been better off in an online high school for sure. I, if they had existed. They yeah. did. They kind of mm-hmm. did. Kind of. They weren't. No, they didn't. We didn't get internet until it was like 2001. Yeah, we so. Oh, can you imagine though how long it would take with dial-up? Oh my God! <laughs> it was, <laughs> I remember my paper <laughs> finally loaded three days later. I remember oh downloading a game God. once for six hours. And 90% the internet dropped. <laughs> and back then, you couldn't resume downloads. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing you would do. It would, you would download things, and they wouldn't. it said it was downloaded, and then they wouldn't be anywhere. It was like, what's happening with this stupid the internet? Was so, yes, it was so It was good bad. for, like, AIM, and that's about it. All right, yeah. I'm going to read two headlines. You're going to feel much worse about yourself in the first one and much better about yourself in the second one. Mm, okay. Cool. They're both really good, though. Uh, there's a man... And the headline says, Hi, I just climbed Everest twice in one week. 
One week. Wow. Twice. To climb Maybe Everest. I thought it took like a week to get up there. I, that's yeah, what right. I thought. Yeah, but you're there. Well, you're knock it off twice. Oh, I'll listen to him. <laughs> okay, big shot. He gets back down to the bottom. <laughs> Want to go again? Let's go. That was so that's much kind of fun. Boring. Let's do something no, now, this is a headline I've never seen before, and I'm really happy with this headline. I haven't even looked at the story, and I don't want to look at the story, but apparently Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are battling it out still over their divorce or whatever. Who's Amber Heard? <laughs> Amber Heard is an actress, but ah. she was married to Johnny Depp. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> you ready for the latest headline? And there's a picture of them. You know, they're, she's beautiful. He's extremely handsome. You know, they look all happy together and all the rest of it. Depp's latest on Heard. She pooped in my bed. <laughs> TMI. Wow. Do we need to know that? I just think it's one. He hates her so much. She talks about her pooping in They're bed. They're trying to hum- humiliate each other. Yeah, <laughs> adorable. Wow. Well, he doesn't shower, so there. Oh, yeah. oh maybe, maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it was him. <laughs> and that, by the way, she pooped in my bed is the only positive news on, on this screen right now. The rest of it's all negative news. Things like, here, here you go. Uh, Justin Amash could be a huge problem for Trump. Oh, he's the one that said he, he should be impeached. He's a mm, Republican, no, 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 but he whatever. said he should be impeached, which means nothing, because who the hell is Sorry, Justin Amash anyway? Right. Well, we're talking about him. That's exactly why he's Yeah, exactly. that's true. But I think he's going to get beat in the primary. I, think, I don't think he's going to win office again. That's what they're saying anyway. Good. Dems talk impeachment after McGahn defies subpoena. He didn't defy subpoena. He was ordered not to appear. And the law states he doesn't have to appear. Oh. Get over it, for Christ's sake. Uh, no, here, here's some good news. Young siblings found after night alone on mountain, so that's good. Why was were Everest? they alone on a mountain? <laughs> yes, they were hmm. on Everest with the guy who went up there twice. <laughs> that's why he went up twice looking there for was just a bit, There was just a story about Mount Everest about, what was it, that they were had to... Scoop poop or take down tons and tons of garbage yeah, or something. Yeah, was it garbage? Yeah, yeah, they do. Bodies. Bodies. Yeah, you I mean, step lo- over not, bodies. Lots of them. Yeah. A lot of bodies. Not just like yeah. yeah. People they're, they're, died. That people box up there. They leave them there. They they're can't like take, take them off the mountain. Oh, the guy in the red. Them? The old guy in the red <laughs> ski jacket turned left. Yeah. Yep. So right. it's just oh, yeah. it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. So I have a question. If you were that close to death, why would you climb Mount Everest? Well, when you had their kind close of no. To, no, they just they get. They were close to death. They just didn't know it. Well, yeah, they yeah. get that. Well, if one of those sudden storms, when you get hypothermia, oh, you I suppose, don't yeah. know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And the uh, whatever altitude that is. sickness, or yeah, whatever that is. altitude sickness, everything else. Right back. We'll talk about the two young American siblings surviving a night alone in a forested area on a Canadian mountain. Right after this. Oh, oh that's really nice. Yeah. I see? forgot my YouTube. You think your kids suck? We'll be right back. (laughs) It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. 
North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. A slow ride. So, yeah, that's it. I mean, we just basically... Want the far right, the far left to settle down, dial it back, everybody can get along, everything is good. Right? Yep. Yep. Just be happy for five minutes. Why do you think it is so hard for people to be happy right now? Well, because we live in a, we live in, a, I think our nation has just become a whole bunch of malcontent, crabby, whiny people. Yeah. Because I think part of that is social media. But when you're happy, you don't start, you don't whine. No, you don't and whine. these people are whining, and you yes. get this whining on and on. Entitled whines. But life is fantastic for almost everyone in the country. So it is why are they whining? Because victimhood is such a big Well, yeah, victimhood thing. is a powerful you currency on, you hop right now. On, Social media and, oh, poor me, poor yep. me. If you're happy, you're not, yep. you know, tweeting away. I'll give you a perfect reason why I'm in a great mood today. And there's a real good reason for it. Catherine and I are at home. We're getting ready to come in, whatever. I'm sitting down in my chair. And I said, Catherine, come here and sit on my lap. She came over and sat on my lap. I didn't even say please. <laughs> yes, I didn't even say please. It's very true. It's a demand. So she comes over and sits on my lap. Jude had the biggest fit of any being on earth. It was hilarious. He wedged in between Catherine and me. He, she's on my lap, yeah. and he wedges in Jumps there somehow. And he's, hey, he's, how he's, about me? He's <laughs> like, oh, oh. He, does all, he does this huffy thing. Oh, that's funny. How could you so a weird dog? He is, he is a, weird a very dog. weird dog. And then when, when she did have to get up, because his paws were a little sharp. Yeah. But she had to get up. He then laid right across my lap and wouldn't move. Yeah, like no one is like allowed she's here. She's not allowed me. on this lap. No one's allowed here, but <laughs> me. God, it was. It just cheered. It, it makes you happy. You know what I mean? For a being, for a little being, creature yeah. to love you that much, I think is so damn cool. I think it's yeah. wonderful. He's hilarious. Um, by the way, so the next time I will go, my dear. I would like to summon you to come over, if you please. There you go. I like that much better. You do that much better? Well, no, I don't like being summoned either. No summoning. <laughs> May I ask you a favor? May I ask you a favor? Could you come over and... Would you pretty please? Would a bell be... That'd be... That'd be kind of... <laughs> you know, that was that was oh, yeah. We love that one. How about, a, how, about a, how about like one of those air horns? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on. How about depends, a finger snap? It depends yeah. on what you're <laughs> Hey, don't give Ralph any You know, beer idea. horn is food. Bell, it just comes sit on my lap. You know, it's a little gentler kind of a tone. It's all true. You know, I have to ask you guys a question. He'll and need a bell if he does that. Nobody listening will know who the hell I'm even talking about. And you guys, matter of fact, 
nobody in this room will know who I'm talking about, but I was talking to a friend of mine I hadn't seen in a while, and we have another friend, right? And he said, God, our buddy just told me something, and I wish he hadn't told me. I'm like, okay, so what did our, our buddy tell you other than the fact that Catherine's phone's always ringing when she's on the podcast? It's not a ring. It was a slight buzz. It was a buzz. <laughs> it was a buzz buzz. So I said, well, uh, so you're going to tell me the news you didn't want to hear? He goes, yeah, i got to pass it along to somebody because I don't understand why he told me. I said, okay. What did he tell you? And he said he and his wife hadn't had sex in 30 years. Wow. And I said, why would you even tell someone that if that was the case anyway? Well, usually it's after a glug, glug, glug night, right? Oh, listen, all of a sudden, what, all for 30, 30 years? Come out. 30 years? Wow. With each other? Or well, how do you separately? know? I don't know that. So that's the question. He didn't bring that part because, up. you know, 30 years, come but on. Why would you stay together if you don't want to sleep with one another? I mean, it doesn't make any sense, does Hab- it? Habit? I mean, I imagine after a certain age, it's like, I don't know, it's yeah, familiarity. Keep, keep imagining, brother. Routine. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, it, I don't know how old your friend is. Well, it's uh, not, it's not healthy. He is older than me. No, it's not healthy at all. But we, we, we have an acquaintance who intimated that as well. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Maybe and, same guy. Uh, well, maybe. We'll write down their names on a piece yeah, of paper. But it's, yeah. <laughs> I'll hold it up away from the camera. No. You're right. You never know, the, repeat that. The idea of intimacy, you know, in, in a relationship, if you don't, you're not experiencing that. It's terrible. Know, man, the social connection must be intense. Well, and, then, you know, I've ta- talked about this before, that I feel the happiest and the safest and the most content when I'm lying next to Catherine. And you don't experience that at all? How horrible would that be? I mean, and relationships are very hand. tricky. Sometimes yeah. there's just a lot of deep-seated resentment, but nobody wants well, to pull the tigger. That, you, you I do. She I'm, I'm, I a divor- do. I'm divorcing. That's also scary. Yeah, and I suppose. Uh, their lifestyles might years. change. I don't know. I, I guess mean, some, yeah. Sometimes different. it's just easier not to make the decision. Mm-hmm. I exactly. certainly know a few people that are incapable of making a decision. Right. Well, you know when I summon Catherine, <laughs> 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 we're gonna get that. Roll that one out again. No, I just it made me really, really exactly. sad <laughs> that two people would be together and you know they have children and all that, but he felt the need to tell that to someone. And now that person's telling everybody. <laughs> I'm well, assuming while well, he told me. Yeah, but yeah, I just, it's, it was tremendously sad to me that that would happen. You know what I mean? Oh, my baby's gay. Why would you? What maybe are you going to blame on him for? Maybe she's gay. Oh, maybe she's maybe gay. Maybe she's gay. You never know. Maybe they're both gay. And maybe they're both or maybe sort of they're both getting it on with somebody else. Getting Other people. people. Getting yeah. it on. Oh, Did you just they. say getting it on? <laughs> 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 getting it on. You know, we're going to live that one down. Every time I see Lindsay, get it on. Right on, get it on. I was trying to be polite. That's the first thing that came to mind. No, I just, why would you stay together? You're not staying together for the kids because obviously, you know. I mean, why why don't you just get divorced, split it up, and everything, go do what you want to do. Obviously, it's been 30 years. Something's working for them. I guess. I mean, that's that's a good take on it. Maybe it works for them somehow. I don't know. Maybe he wanted to unburden himself by telling somebody. Maybe maybe. that was finally, you know, by telling somebody. Just thinking... This is not normal. Yeah, but you know what? You get appeared in my mind immediately, and maybe it's just me, but I think it'd be just pretty much everybody. 
I got to after I was told that picture in my mind him whacking a mole. It's <laughs> oh like, my gosh! Well, that is only in your mind. No, it's not only help. in my mind. Serious, serious. How help. do I need help? Go what right else to the doctor. <laughs> Just right. give okay, me your Jackie headphones Lisa. and go to the go doctor. Right to the doctor. <laughs> Okay, we'll move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't need to tell everybody everything that's in your head. <laughs> it's in your best well, interest. Were you picturing the same thing when I told you? Uh, uh, I was thinking more of a chicken, but yeah. <laughs> See, chicken. Whacking a chicken. Whacking a chicken. Uh, yeah, yeah. Choking a chicken. Choking, choking a chicken. chicken. Yeah, exactly. whacking a chicken would be chicken dinner, I think. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you happy you're here today, Cassie? Yeah. And that's right. Now you're stuck with your suck friends. <laughs> suck podcast. But there you go. But that's not chasing My a chicken. That's a whole life. different deal. Yeah, your whole suck life. You're stuck with your suck friends. Uh, two young American siblings survived a night alone in a forest area on a Canadian mountain after following their father's instructions and staying put. Search and rescue officials say the six-year-old and seven-year-old. Six and seven. Six-year-old girl, seven-year-old boy, and their father fell down a steep, treacherous cliff oh. into a creek oh. drainage area after getting lost on Mount Burke in British Columbia on Sunday. There's another mountain. While trying to get a lake to go, uh, get to a lake to go fishing, oh. authorities say the injured father wrapped the children up in warm clothes and told them to stay where they were until he climbed back up the hill to seek help. Authorities say the family was visiting from Georgia and the father was unfamiliar with the area. That's what I, why I would just go out there and start climbing mountains I was unfamiliar yeah. with. Okay, so a six and a seven year old actually listened to their father did, and yeah. stayed put. That never would have that? happened with my kids. No. They would have wandered <laughs> off in a minute. Oh, God, they would have wandered off in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, Alex might have stayed, but Andy would never have. No. Crews searched for the children all night after getting the father's call for help around 7 p.m. The kids were found around 8.30 in the morning on Monday and brought on in a helicopter long line rescue. This was a really miraculous rescue and a really positive outcome, said Coquitlam. Is it Coquitlam? Search and rescue? Don't know. Uh, manager Ian McDonald. This is a very rugged terrain uh, where they uh, were lost, so we were just very, very thankful they were found alive and uninjured, says a backpack. Uh, he says a backpack and some shoes were like a trail of bread clum, uh, crumbs that led searches to the siblings. So that's good. The kids were found. They're safe. They did what their father told them to do. They did. That's, I, I don't understand why you would take a six and a seven year old on I don't either. a hike that had a, had treacherous treacherous cliffs. I I'm sorry. Probably ill prepared as well if they're from Georgia. You know, they oh, had no business being just, up on a mountain. Well, the thing you have to remember about the Canadian Rockies is um, the trail, some trails are marked, some trails are not. It's not always clear which way you're supposed to go, even even in America in the Rockies. You're not, you're not always, your wayfinding isn't mm -hmm. always clear. Uh, it's yeah. just, you can't just be screwing around up there. I can understand that. Does anybody at the table watch Game of Thrones? No. Nobody. Nope. So who is the? I know. I know that Brittany is the only person I know that watched it. Yeah, young people. She's the Mike only. Mike Rasmussen person I know. watches it. Does he? Mm -hmm. Oh, he does. Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones. Um, oh, millions of people watch it. Well, yeah. big numbers. Forty-four point two million yeah. total. Yeah, crazy. It is unbelievable. I saw, like I said, I saw the episode where he's banging his sister, and I went, "Nope, I'm good. I'm good." Oh, I want to read this story because I told Catherine about the headline and it makes no... You guys been watching uh, James Holzhauer on uh, Jeopardy? No. Mm -hmm. 
unbelievably good. It's just this guy, and I guarantee you he made tons of enemies last night on Jeopardy because they finally, after he's now up to one point, almost $1.8 million in 23 games, wow. <clears throat> rather good. I mean, he, just, he doesn't just win a little. He blows no, he, everybody he, out of the water. He's a professional gambler. That's what he does mm. for a living. So Trebek took it upon himself to ask the guy, so what, why do you think you have such great knowledge about everything? Did you go to college? And Holzhauer says, yeah, I went to the University of Illinois. Well, what was your major? Uh, professional gambling. He goes, and then Trebek realizes that he, he was just making it up as yeah. he goes along. Right. And then he said, well, did you attend classes? Uh, and he responded, well, as seldom as I possibly could. In other words, he told everybody that a college education is worthless. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically what he told everybody. Yeah. He, this guy knows everything about everything. It's it is amazing the broad scope of his huh. trivial. Oh, you gotta watch it. You love watching you it. it. Seriously, you'd re- you'd really enjoy watching this guy because you go, "How the hell would he even know that?" Oh, are they feeding him answers? Are they doing? That's what I wonder. feel like. You it know. seems You're like it. Settle down. I mean, considering that Alex Trebek just got the news that he's probably not going to live much longer, Trebek. and as soon as he's gone, Jeopardy is going to have a very difficult time staying afloat. You so now so? all of a sudden. Jeopardy's constantly in the news being talked about by everyone. Maybe it'll get art I don't know. It's a back. little coincidental, I think. <laughs> I thought Hugh Downs, but that was Hugh concentration. Downs, yeah. That was concentration, yeah. Jeopardy's but I, I guarantee you that people will be angry with him now because well, he yeah. basically said that college education is worthless. They're not going to like that at all. I don't know. Well, he's a pretty non-traditional guy. I mean, he's a he's professional gambler. Yep. Yeah, he is. Well, it's not even people who are like in the college like academic circle because a lot of people, you know, they went to college, they spent sixty, eighty thousand dollars on something that they're not mm-hmm. even using, and the only way that they can live with that is by going into denial, saying that, well, if I didn't have this, my life would be so much worse. So when someone comes along and says, no, yeah. actually, you just wasted all your money, well, <laughs> they, don't they don't like that. that. <laughs> they don't like that. Well, all he does is he just retains information. You yes. know, that's all yes. he has. Right. He must just have a memory like nobody's yeah. business. You know, and you don't need a college education no. to retain information. You can get no. information anywhere. Right. You don't have to pay $70,000. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, most professors have a knowledge about one thing yeah. mm-hmm. and one thing only. The rest is all opinion. Not a bitch. Yes. <laughs> that's what they're good at. Um, what's that thing called again when they, they, it's not the Daily Double? Is it the Daily Double? Yes. That's yeah. the, the hidden ones. Well, yeah. He always hits the daily double, always, mm. because he answers everything correctly. Uh, but let's say he's got like $12,000 up on the board. Time for the daily double. How much would you like to wager? He just goes like this with his hands. He goes, uh, All in. All in. Mm-hmm. He bets it all. And he has won every time except for once. He didn't know the answer one time for the daily double. So that I've seen anyway. And I think we've been watching him every time, right? I don't know if we've watched every episode, but we've watched a Pretty lot. Pretty close. But I just, look, uh, yeah, I mean, I obviously. recorded, it's only a 20-minute show. So. You can't become a doctor <laughs> without going to college. There are reasons to go to college, sure. depending on what you want to do with your life. But to tell everybody they absolutely have to go to college is a lie. It's a flat-out lie. Not everybody needs to go to college, do you think? No. Nope. And some people might be happier. 
going to trade school and doing Absolutely. work like that. Absolutely. And there is nothing wrong. All well, work is honorable. A and lot there's of, nothing wrong yeah, with those A lot of jobs. degrees could, could be done in two years. They don't absolutely. Need a, they don't need the all that. You're you know, absolutely right. That, what's that stuff called when you have to do the two Garbage. years? General, general, general ed yeah. You credits. don't have to do your general ed, yeah. really. As we go to break, I'll tell you this. I did get a couple people upset with me this morning because I said the same thing. Some people like to go to trade school, like the Polish. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that for Bilski. Stick, <laughs> stick to the tumbler. Plumber. He's a plumber. He didn't need to go to college. We'll take it right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. You know, I can predict now what you're going to play for music by your by your general attitude. Yeah. And your body. I can tell what kind of music you're gonna play. What kind of mood am I in, Tom? Uh what if you put it this way, Scott? Uh <laughs> Cassie sent us she, she wasn't able to come in yesterday because she had a, a sick child or two. And she texted us and it said the following. I'm stick at home with my suck kids. <laughs> my suck kids. Uh, Instead of I'm stuck at home with my sick kids, we I got I'm stuck at home with my suck kids. Wrong. It was a Freudian slip. Yeah. It was a Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Scott, how are things? Things are great, Tom. I have to say um, um, really good, really good. That's how life should be, don't you think? It's not always that way, but uh, right now we're on a good run, and uh, we just hope it continues. So, well, it, well what is? How, now, how long has the show been on? Well, we started back in 2012. We did three seasons, 39 episodes, and things were sailing along great. We were on History Channel at the time, right? And um, ratings were good. And then all of a sudden, they sold the channel H2, and um, oh yeah, yeah. So, so we were put on hold. And then they asked me to do a, a, another show that was looking for some content. It's kind of a long story, but I, I did that. And when I came back, my agent told me that they weren't going to renew America on Earth. And I said, why not? I'm not making this up. They said, because your show is too smart. 
for history. <gasps> oh. That's a sad thing to say. Oh. I, it's the tr- uh, it's kind the tr- of a theme today, if you notice. Know <laughs> it was the truth, and um, wow. and that was it. So. And, uh, you know, I was ready to move on, and I went back to my old job doing material forensics over in St. Paul, which I love. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness I didn't leave that job. But um, here we are three and a half years later, and uh, Travel Channel came along and said, we really like the show, and we'd like to bring it back. And I said, I'm in. Mm -hmm. See, that's terrific. And I love History Channel, and I love Travel Channel. Uh, you know, and I don't understand. Why, why would they tell you it's too smart? I mean, a lot of stupid people watch the History Channel. There's a lot of good uh, content on there, right? You know? Yeah, you would think if there was any channel where there would be good content, it would be the History Channel. Right. One, of the know, smart, right? one of the smartest people I know, Tom Oslin, watched that show. My show. Yeah, watch oh. your show. You know, and, and, and he just he was he was eating it all up. He was he said, "Oh, you got to watch his show." Oh, they got this wall outside San Francisco. You did that, right? Yeah, we did the wall, the wall that's outside right. San Francisco, and it's you know from Chinese rocks or something. It was a, you know, he was just enthralled by this sort of thing. Yeah, well, outdoor, it is outdoor designer, but you know, he had a fascinating kind of thing. Yeah, well, yeah, it was too. You know, maybe it was too intellectual. Well. For the masses, perhaps. Well, I have to, you know what, I believe that if you give people intelligent content, you know, raise the bar a little yeah. bit. Right. I think they'll come. Right. There's, there's definitely an audience for it. And, um, but at the same time, there's an element of entertainment yeah. and you want oh, to try to bring in as many people as you can. So, you, you know, you have to find a happy medium somewhere. I want everyone to know that that oh, well, I guess most people can see us on camera, so that's good. But when when uh, Ralph said one of the smartest people I know, Tom Oslin, <laughs> he thanks. Uh, you were waiting for it, right? I want to say Tom, away. but it's stuck in my throat. It's stuck in my throat. You know? it's sad. I'm sorry. Yes, I understand. It'll never happen again. Hey, Tom, can I can I just tell you a quick little story? You you will forever be. Uh, I mean, I listened to you for years, obviously. But but Both there was, loved you. <laughs> well, no, but there was one moment, <laughs> one moment that that happened. I was driving to work, um, September 11th. Oh uh, man! And and um, I was driving to work. I was going 35, getting ready to go to 94, and I was listening to you. And you were talking about a plane that, at the time, they thought was just like a, a small yes. two-seater or something. And mm-hmm. you were trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden, you said, what the hell? And that was when the second plane yeah. hit. And I will never forget that. That, that has in, it just been ingrained in my mind. And, of course, I got to work. Everybody was upstairs. We turned the TV on. And we watched you know, the towers come down. And you know everybody had all those raw emotions. But um, 11 days later... You know, we got a call. I got a call at, that said uh, you've been assigned to the Pentagon, and so uh, for the next three and a half months, we were able to do something. Oh, that's uh, phenomenal! And, and help with the forensic work of all the fire damage, structural concrete mm-hmm. there, and that was an amazing experience. But I just had to tell you that because um, I, I, forever, your words, "What the hell." <laughs> Yeah. Will always be ingrained in my head, and it was. Catherine says I say that a lot. <laughs> There's a rumor going around. But I'm a witness. I'm a witness. So you know, anyway, there, there's a movie, and I think it was on the History Channel. Um, what was the name of the movie? And, and the KQ Morning Show actually the audio from it opens the movie. It's a documentary about 9/11. And oh. your your words, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's me. The movie, and I didn't even know it, right? So I'm watching this movie, and there I am talking about, 
And I, I did say, because it, it showed the hole in the building. Yeah. I said, there was no way that was a small plane. Because yeah. the hole was way it's too big. It's called the Heartland right. Tapes. Well, you, the, the Heartland, Heartland Tapes. tapes. Yeah, oh, that's okay. The name of the movie. okay. You also, when you, when you, when I, t- I tuned in that morning, you said, oh, a plane has flown into the World Trade Center. And I thought to myself, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you no, go. no, I said no because yeah, is a plane hard. had flown in a uh, DC nine or something. It had flown into the uh, the uh, Empire State Building. They had changed all the air traffic yes. laws yep. in New York City because they yep. didn't want that. Well, we, didn't, we don't want that to happen again. I said, right. and when I thought to myself, that happened. That ain't that ain't no small plane. There's a problem here. No, you're well, that's absolutely exactly right. What I thought. Well, that that snippet of audio is in the Smithsonian too. Yeah, it is. right? Yeah, that's yeah. who really? made the, the Heartland tapes thing. That's Smithsonian, a, yeah, that's Smithsonian that's production where, yeah, or whatever. I think it was yeah, the Smithsonian Channel. That it's had really that. nice to be known for someone who brought all that misery. That's, <laughs> that's really great. I was in the same boat. I was in my car. I was actually driving to go pick my mom up to fly to North Carolina. We were on our way to the airport when I heard that. And I heard the same exact words you did, and I was like, what? And I ran in yeah. the house and yeah. sat on TV. Well, I, so. of course, wasn't listening that morning. Something <laughs> 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 <He's sleeping. laughs> He called me up, though. I was, like, doing yoga. I'm, like, doing, I'm like all zen and pe- wishing peace for humanity. And you, you, he calls me up, and he goes, have you seen what happened? I'm like, I said, what are you talking about? He sounded really frantic. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And yeah. he's like, yeah. turn on the TV. I got to go. I got to go. Turn on the TV. It's horrible. And mm. you were like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, and yeah. I remember did, watching 3, that. People. It was a beautiful day. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Be- and, all, and that that plane just looked. It almost looked pretty. Yeah, it did. The way it was gliding, and yeah. then it was. It was just. I was, still can't believe it happened. I, I know. I it was, can't believe it happened. I can't either. We were just. Uh, I was talking that about it the other day. Of a friend of mine's son, was Gordy Amath Jr. Mm. He was in the lobby. Mm-hmm. He was almost out of the building when it collapsed, and it yeah, killed him. Oh, no. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, that, that day, ugh. Yeah, first of all, I can't believe that was 18 years ago already. Yeah. 18 it, years this fall. It's unbelievable. And it was it was not even a year after we started working on the runestone, which yeah. started this whole thing. The and runestone thing is very cool, by the way. Well, you're going to hear more about that. Don't ask me about it. Okay, ask me about it. But, uh, yeah, it's it, that whole thing. And I also will never forget, I got off the air that day, and I met a couple friends over at Minicata. Just I was supposed to play golf with, with uh, a friend of mine a member there. And we didn't play golf because it was just too overwhelming, you know. Right. And we were standing there, and my friend said, oh, my God, is this eerie. And I said, what? And he goes, there are no planes in the sky. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it's, you know, that's Lake Calhoun there. A lot of planes come right over there right, to right. land at the airport. He said, there are no planes here. This is really, he said, there's always an airplane overhead. And there was no noise at all. That's, that was a really, really weird. Mm-hmm. But there was nobody making any noise at all. I remember Alex <laughs> had a story. She had a friend that was living in some tiny little border town in South Dakota and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And they were all freaked out because they thought, you know, they had a three-story bank building. Yeah, that's right. And they I remember. All you're go right. Home. Yeah, it was too <laughs> tall. It was a skyscraper. Three-story bank so building. So they had to leave. <laughs> they left. Oh, oh, my God. It is unbelievable. But, you know, and, and I'm, I don't want to carry on and on about this, but it does upset me now. Basically, there are people in America that think we had it coming. Oh. I, I still can't believe that people feel that way. Uh, and obviously, you bring it up. It's still very emotional for me, just having, having watched that and thinking, oh. what am I supposed to tell everyone now? 
you know? Yeah. It was a tough deal. It was really, it's nice of you to bring that up, though. Well, I, I'll just tell you a real quick story. When that, that year after 9-11 and the lead up to the, um, you know, the, the reopening of the Pentagon, I mm -hmm. went out there a couple of times, I think three times during Reconstruction and um, making sure that the things that we saw, and we were helping out. And, and I remember um, there was a sign that was kind of, you know, erected over the whole site and there were people were working and I've been to many job sites, you know, and there's, there's a vibe uh, to every site, but this was different. I mean, everybody yeah, oh, was yeah. dialed in. Yeah. There were people that had lost loved ones mm. and the whole time there was a clock just like this ticking yeah, down yeah. to that day one year uh, later and we were trying to get everything done in time for that date and we ended up finishing three weeks early but um, above that clock that was ticking down to 2002 September 11 um, it said let's roll because oh, of Tom yeah. and, and that because of uh, Tom oh. and um, that was sort of the rallying cry and every time I went there, I'd look at that, I would tear up because I knew oh, what yeah. it was. And it was oh, really yeah. before that was even public. Oh but, really? Yeah. And Ooh. it's it's set the set the tone for the whole the whole thing. And I don't know if you've been out to the Pentagon since, mm -hmm. but uh, a few, since, a few no. years ago they finished a memorial and and I've been to Washington DC many times in the years since mm -hmm. and I've always driven around it, but I never really felt like going to look at that. Memorial, and, and, and yeah. finally a couple of years ago I did that, and it was really amazing. And it was funny because there was a guy walking around, and he had a machine gun, you know, one oh. of those automatic machine guns, and and you know to make sure nobody does anything silly. And he walked up and he said, "You're Scott Walter. I love your show." And it's just so <laughs> weird to be talking to a guy in full gear with yeah. his gun yeah. at the ready, you yeah. know. You, you wanted him to say, "Yeah, yeah. I, I like your show." Yeah. <laughs> you hey, you're Scott candy. Walter. What's with the <laughs> show? I wasn't sure if I should shake his hand or not. It's like you know, oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah, you know, absolutely intimidating. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting. It's part now of basically there, and I mean this in a good way. Washington D.C. kind of has the tour of sorrow because the Holocaust mm. Museum, yeah. yeah, the Vietnam the War Vietnam. Memorial oh, is there, the crying. Pentagon. I mean, it's there's you do have to see that. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. If you've never seen those things, well, first of all, walking in the boxcar with the little children's shoes at the Holocaust Museum, yeah. I don't ever want to go in there again. No. Well. Yeah. yeah. You got to be mentally prepared. Yeah, for that. and I wasn't. Yeah. And I walk in these little baby shoes, and you can still smell the leather. And it's like, oh, man. So we're in a good mood now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot, Scott. Thanks a lot, Scott. No, those were, that's very, very important. And, and uh, it, you know, it, it was quite an honor. And I got, like I said, they didn't tell me they were gonna, they were going to put me in the mo my voice in the movie. I had no idea they were That's going weird. to do Don't that. Don't they have to ask you? Yeah. You I, apparently, they well, they probably did. They asked. I was working for Disney at the time, so they probably asked Disney. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't think you'll Clear own instrument. anything that you say. Okay, no, I don't. Yeah, I know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a good time? This Is a good time? This is a good time. Way to bring that one up. No, it's true. Let me ask you this. So you, the, the Pentagon's there. They fly the plane into the Pentagon, and they got this huge mess. Service master doesn't clean that mess up. Who goes through and picks up all oh, the pieces of plane, all the all the all the ruined desk, mm, all the yeah. stuff that's this huge disaster? Who who did who does it? Did the government do that? Did the military do that? Or is there a service that did come in and uh, forensic service comes in and do that? Well, I, 
I guess the honest answer is I'm not 100% sure. I do know what happened immediately afterwards because um, one of my good friends was a, a, a structural engineer. He's actually a client, but he's also a member of FEMA. And he was on scene within about 40 minutes just as the collapsed area fell. And his job, uh, his name is Leo Titus, and he's just a terrific guy. But his job was to go in there and to make sure that that things were as safe as they could be yeah. for, you know, the people to go in and, and rescue. And as it turned out there wasn't anybody to rescue. You either survived or you were killed and, right. and really got away pretty much unscathed. So, and there was a, you know, active fire. And, and so they sent dogs in first to try to, you know, find any survivors. survivors and... But anyway, so they were there for seven days, and then after that, they pretty much, you know, just pulled everything out. But it was um, the one thing I'll never forget that Leo told me. He said, we weren't really looking for bodies and various things. They were looking, they could identify certain things by the color of the ash. Oh, God. Yeah, which, which tells you how intense and how hot that fire was. It was a jet fuel fire that was contained within the building. And oh, I mean, man. I have a whole lecture on this, on what happened. And, you know, in the, in the years afterwards, I received lots of calls from people who I remember they would say were members of the Patriot community that were talking about various conspiracy theories. And, and I said, look, I'll tell you what happened. Um, uh, a plane definitely hit that building because there was all kinds of, you know, theories and ideas. And, and then they would say, well, what happened at, at, at Ground Zero? And I said, I wasn't there, um, so I can't tell you what happened there. I think the whole uh, Building 7 collapse was very suspicious looking. But other than that, I can't tell you what happened up there. I can tell you what happened at the Pentagon. And it was, uh, I mean, there are people that are no longer here, families that lost loved ones. Right. I mean, right. you're trying to tell me it didn't happen? That's what happened at the Pentagon, a plane um, loaded with jet fuel, which was a bomb. Mm -hmm. That's what happened there. Ground zero, I can't tell you. I wasn't there. We shall take a break. <clears throat> but before we go to break, I'd like to point out that I wish my name were Titus the Lion. <laughs> Leo Titus, what a great name. <laughs> my name is Leo Titus. <laughs> Do not mess and he's with a me. big dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the, at the, at the way in Leo <laughs> Titus. <laughs> You're there going, my name is Leo Titus. <laughs> we'll be right back more with Scott Walter. This is going to be a ball talking about America on Earth, moving it over to the Travel Channel. All It's going to be great. We'll be right back in a couple minutes with Hour 2 with the family. <laughs> 